0: what's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Drew Story News podcast. Um, and today I'm going to talk about the Bill Cosby case because his appeal hearing is uh, December 1st. So you're going to hear a lot of his uh, case being brought back into the news. You're also going to see a lot of hit pieces coming out about Bill Cosby from liberal media because that's what they do. Anytime something might go his way, you're going to see all these articles and peace is done on him trying to make him look bad there's something going around about uh, lisa bonet that they just um they're exaggerating and lying which is what they do on a regular basis because they lied to you about this story and they don't want the spell wearing off so they're going to keep coming with their agendas and the lies and keep trying to make him look bad But the reason why you're gonna see his name pop up is because uh, his appeal was granted and they're going to be hearing his case. And here on this platform, I'm gonna talk about everything to just get you up to speed. And I'm gonna tell you what MSM was not telling you. Now, people who know my main channel, I've talked about this ad nauseum. But if you're a, a, a listener from Spotify or somewhere, um, let me just brief you on the importance of this case. Uh, this is probably one of the most important legal cases in American history. It is super important. And that is not an exaggeration. People just haven't realized this yet. What is super scary is that we're dealing with an abject societal cluelessness on so many issues that we've probably never witnessed before. This is so problematic and dangerous. The ability for the powers that be to program the people with lies and fiction is unprecedented. You know, people just listen to what they're told on TV and it's causing so much problems, especially in the age of covid People are so socially engineered in different forms of mind control and spun in different directions and they believe things that are not true collectively in a dangerous way that I've never experienced before in my life. We're in bad times. So for those who don't really know what's going on with this case or what the deal is, let me bring it from the top and bring you all up to speed. Um, Everybody in America right now Is positive that Bill Cosby is a serial rapist who drugged and raped women. And now he's in jail for that. That is absolutely, positively not true. But everybody went for that hook, line, and sinker because that's what the television told them. That's what everyone was saying. You've been lied to. And everybody went for it. This is why this case is so important. And what happens, it's kind of exciting because it really will dictate the future of the American justice system. This is one of the worst cases that America allowed in recent modern history. I mean, we all know they've done lots of things in Jim Crow America, like Jack Johnson, the boxer was jailed because of the Mann act when he didn't really do anything, they, America did lots of things like that, but the Bill Cosby case is a modern-era lynching that happened right before our eyes and the people just sat there and believed everything. This really was a demonstration of the power that they wield to control the minds of the masses, and they doubled down on it. This is a time in which a lot of things are unraveling and people's eyes are opening to the truth of how things are done. And, oh man, there's going to be an explosion. Let's talk from the top about what happened to Bill Cosby. All of a sudden in the media, you see all these women came out. Um, The first one was Barbara Bauman. Well, let's take it from the top top. Uh, Hannibal Burris did a routine in Philadelphia, conveniently, you know, Bill Cosby's stomping grounds. And he had a very unfunny bit about Bill Cosby being a rapist and he just kept saying it over and over bill cosby's a rapist he's a rapist and it's very unfunny and weird joke about that it was a very cringe worthy bit he's in philadelphia just saying over and over again bill cosby's a rapist um you know kind of suspicious right um this pretty much unknown comedian at the time all of a sudden goes viral with this skit they threw it on the news and then he's everywhere with this thing um, and then people are talking about it and they injected you with this narrative of his bit. Bill Cosby's a rapist. While this is buzzing, um, all of a sudden, Barbara Bauman comes out with this revelation, bombshell revelation that she had been raped by Bill Cosby. But um, I explained in one of my first videos how she was lying. It wasn't true. Anyone with just a little bit of common sense who listened to her story would understand that this is not a rape case. And I explained all of this in one of my first Cosby videos, that uh, this was clearly not a case of rape. And she had a lot of inconsistent statements that told on herself that it wasn't rape. She's on record saying in Philly Mag and lots of magazines saying that Bill Cosby was her pot of gold that she needed to take care of. She said that a lot of people at that time didn't catch that. That's why that video went viral, because... um, When you lie and you keep talking, you're going to get caught. And when you're a liar, you try to explain different things. Like, why are you staying with him? Why were you like still there for so long? Allowing him to put you up and do things for you. And she said that. Oh, he was your pot of gold. Oh, so you were not raped. You knew the deal. You knew what was going on and you were a participant to it. She said, I guess fishing for sympathy that turned out to just expose her. Bill Cosby was my pot of gold and I needed to take care of it. A real rape victim is raped and they didn't ask for it. What she was talking about was complicit and aware and it would have gotten tossed out. And she also described multiple sexual encounters, but she was describing them as a participant, an unwilling participant, but a participant aware of what was happening. So her story was bogus and that video went viral. From her own statements, you see that she was not a rape victim. She was a mistress, a mistress that wanted to be famous and break into Hollywood. And she stayed in that situation for a long time, aware of what was going on and what was happening. And she participated. Um, and it's not me judging anyone or being dismissive, obnoxious or insensitive. But you can't do that. You can't stay in a situation. Stay in a situation for a long time and then come back over 30 years later and say, oh, he raped me. But I broke down her deception in multiple videos years ago. And she's also been laying low because she probably knew that, you know, people would eventually catch up to realize that her story does not qualify as a rape story. And there's a lot of holes and things that were just not right with her story. But perhaps coached by Gloria Allred, whose lies and deceptive tactics are being known to people more and more, her and her daughter, um, a lot of stuff is coming out about them. But yeah, it seems as though they were coached to all have a version of a drugging story. And that was the game plan. That's the, what I coined, the Me Too dog pile. Unfortunately, a lot of people just didn't think critically or use logic. And they just looked at all the women and literally said, look at all those women. All those women can't be lying. Guilty. (laughs) That's the logic. That is what happened. Anyway, she said she was raped. and, And a lot of the talk show hosts were just like, ooh, they just sat there. There was no objectivity. They just carried the story along and they didn't ask any questions like I did in some of my videos, realizing that she wasn't raped. They didn't do that. You know, they just sat there and listened to her. Then while everybody was processing that, all of a sudden, right on top of that, bam, they hit us with Beverly Johnson. But what people didn't know was that she was suspect as well. And her manager at the time, Don Gibble told publications that she is lying because he was very surprised at her new story that came out of nowhere because she met with bill cosby and um according to her manager and the people that she told at the time she said everything was great she said her meeting went very well and never told any weird stories um and people didn't know that beverly johnson also does have a history of mental illness and lying She lied on Mr. Big, Chris Noth. She's a liar. And she lied when it was safe to lie because the wind was at her back. The Me Too explosion was going on. So, of course, she didn't get raped by Bill Cosby. She concocted a story that had her sipping a drink. She felt weird and ran out. You know, very, very weird story that changed every time she told it. Um, Then another person came out. It was Janice Dickinson they threw out in the media and saying that she was uh, also drugged and raped by Bill Cosby. I don't really need to talk about that one. Um, Yeah, she lied. She's a known pathological liar. And she admitted that she made up her Cosby story for her book, but they still put her on the news. And, you know, it's just madness. And. And then the floodgates opened. every day. More women. I was assaulted by Bill Cosby. I was assaulted by Bill Cosby. They just kept coming one after the other. And then he was just engulfed by all these claims at the height of the Me Too movement. And the media lynched him and immediately began removing his awards and punishing him because they just were caping for all these lying women. No investigating, no asking any sensible questions. They just kept bringing more and more on television and took it as gospel. And the magical thing about this is like every time that you pulled one of these women and just really did an investigation on one of the women, you realized one of a few things in every claim. Um, One, they weren't raped. Like there's no rape a part of the story. It's just some stupid thing. Oh, he touched me. He looked at me weird. Oh, he held me like a lot of the allegations. If you take the time to actually listen to them, they're nonsense. It's not even criminal. Some of the allegations are just very suspicious. There's like weird elements and some of them are provably wrong. They lied and they got caught, but the media covered for them and smoothed things out. Every time there was, um, Chloe goings who, uh, She was exposed because she told her story three times, and all three times the details were very wrong. And I swear you cannot make this stuff up. Chloe Goins got arrested in 2017 for smuggling heroin into the San Diego Detention Center. She was smuggling drugs into jail. They arrested her in the parking lot, then mysteriously they let her go. They let her go after catching her smuggling heroin into the jail. A short while later, she won her settlement against Bill Cosby from AIG. Cosby's insurer, AIG, gave Chloe Goins money. So let's unpack that. Chloe Goins lied because she got caught lying. Her case was not successful because of the lies, because she, her dates and times were all wrong. Three different versions of her story, she tried to say that Bill Cosby did something to her in California when he was provably in New York City. So she's a liar who got caught lying and a criminal who got caught committing crimes all her life. But AIG still awarded in her favor against Bill Cosby. You can't make this stuff up. This is how satanic things are today. Believe women! There were other liars like. Like Shailen Lasha, she was once a prostitute with numerous charges, who was arrested for different things and false reporting, so she was a career liar and criminal. Like, so many of the women were criminals and liars. You know, just a motley crew of people who you should not believe, without evidence or a little bit of scrutiny. But oh, these liberal media outlets, they served this up. They kept going. They did not stop with the mind-control programming of this narrative that was fake. They hid all the lies coming from these women and their shady pasts. They put these women on the covers of magazines, all dressed in white. They put them on TV shows. Dateline did a special with them that won an award. They really cooked this thing up and served it to the people. But they were lying. They were lying. But at the height of the Me Too movement, women's advocacy groups were telling us things, lies like, oh, women don't lie about rape and believe the women. And they were really protected by the ideologues of the day, preaching this narrative that women don't lie and it's about time to believe women. And people emotionally attached themselves to the story. Emotionally, not logically. They weren't using logic and reason. They weren't investigating anything. They were just believing. I keep telling people that we are exiting the Piscean Age of belief and we're moving out of this and we're moving toward the age of knowing. But the Bill Cosby story, everyone just kept believing these women, believe women, believe women. No critical thought, no scrutiny. Just whoever was literally, whoever was walked onto television and said, he did this to me in 1992 or whatever. We just believed. But if you really looked at these women and what they said and investigated, you would realize something is very wrong. And this is not checking out. All of them have multiple inconsistencies, which means, you know, in other words, every time they told the story, details changed or things were proven impossible with every one of them. Um, The date that they said um, something happened, Bill Cosby was provably not in town and Things like that for every one of these allegations. So I set a little timer for myself. That first half is just for those who may not have known what was going on. People who subscribe to my main channel, they've heard all of this information. Um, But for those of you new subscribers on different platforms, Spotify, Pandora, or, or wherever you're listening to this, that was just to bring you up to speed today. If you want all the receipts and the evidence, just go to my main channel where I provide all of that. Drew Story News on YouTube. Let's talk about the appeal. So why is Bill Cosby in jail and why is there an appeal? Well, one of these women, Andrea Constant, had an allegation that she was drugged and assaulted by Bill Cosby. No penetration, mind you, just digital penetration. The first time she came forward with this, it was not put through because the D.A. at the time, Bruce Castor, did not find her credible. She had too many inconsistencies to her story. So what he did was get Bill Cosby to agree to a settlement and they would just part ways. And that's what happened. And it wasn't because of guilt. Part of the deal in agreeing to the settlement and deposition was that Bill Cosby would not be criminally charged for this. This was going to be a washing of his hands. That's why he did it. That's why he paid. Okay, I'll sit for a deposition and pay the three point four million and it's done. There's a lot of people who foolishly believe that paying settlements equates to guilt because they don't understand the law and they don't understand options for people with money. It costs more than that to drag out this court stuff anyway. So it's nothing for a rich man. So, yeah, that's why people with means are often, very often advised to settle because it's so much easier. So with that D.A., Bruce Castor, he agreed to the settlement to sit for a deposition, pay the settlement, and he would never be criminally charged. That was the deal. But the new D.A., made it his political promise to get Bill Cosby. He won, and then he opened the case again and put Cosby in trial. And that's just one of the arguments of the appeal. He shouldn't have been able to do that because he made a deal to sit for a deposition, pay the settlement, and he would never be criminally charged. That was the deal. This new DA, Kevin Steele, who's very corrupt, reneged, spent a lot of taxpayer money and brought him to trial anyway. And then the trial tanked. It ended in a mistrial and he wasn't acquitted because of Judge Stephen T. O'Neill His maneuvering. He maneuvered it into a mistrial so that they can try him again, which is exactly what they did. This case is so damn corrupt from the DA, Kevin Steele, Judge Stephen T. O'Neill. They were all doing things to manipulate this whole thing. This is so unconstitutional. So both Judge Stephen T. O'Neill and the DA, Kevin Steele, were kind of working together to kind of get this conviction. So because the judge, Stephen T. O'Neill, got the case to be a mistrial instead of a hung jury or an acquittal, they were able to try him again without it being double jeopardy because it ended in a mistrial. And that's exactly what they did. They brought it to trial again. But this time... Judge Stephen T. O'Neill allowed five prior bad act witnesses, five liars to influence the jury. And by the way, when I say that, I don't I'm not a name caller. That's actually a fact I can. this, This can be proven that what they're saying is not true. So, no, this is not slander. Regardless, the decision to bring in these five additional women without due process was not constitutional and it really was not fair at all. That's another argument for the appeal. That was not constitutional. You have five prior bad acts, quote unquote, prior bad acts were not convictions. None of them were convictions. So legally, it's just hearsay. That's the truth. All of the five prior bad act witnesses have very dubious claims. But three of the five, they factually lied. They factually lied. Janice Dickinson is a liar who lied. And she always lies. And she admitted that she made up her Cosby stories. So the fact that she's one of the prior bad acts should be in Cosby's favor because this is a kangaroo court of nonsense. Another one of the prior bad act witnesses was Shailen Lasha, the prostitute who was arrested for false reporting and doesn't have any evidence. And her story didn't check out. Another one of the prior bad act women was Janice Baker Kinney, who admitted Bill Cosby never gave her any drugs. Tom Mesereau masterfully got her to admit that Bill Cosby never gave her anything. She took quaaludes herself. So basically, it's the trial of Andrea Constan, a woman who really had no case and she has no evidence. And the case was just very bad. She's a liar full of inconsistent statements. And to help her out was five more liars just backdoored into the court without due process. So what happened in this extremely unfair, extremely unconstitutional position is that the defense is forced to cross-examine everybody. Even though they're lying with no evidence, it still weakens the defense. Because just the spectacle alone of having to defend against multiple women doesn't look good. And that's what Bill Cosby was forced to do. And they convicted him. With no evidence, no proof. And this is why it's being appealed. It was all one big racket. Scam. This conviction was not made beyond a reasonable doubt. There was tons of reasonable doubt. This was a very unfair, very unconstitutional case. But many legal minds feel that this case was very, very influenced by the Me Too movement and the ideology of the day she did not prove her case beyond a reasonable doubt. Why? Because she too, like many of the other accusers, has lots of inconsistencies. Lots of lies. Lots of holes in her story. One time, she secretly recorded his conversations. Um, the public does not know that they messed around multiple times. The night that she alleged she was drugged and assaulted, That wasn't the first time they made out. They kissed and made out multiple times. And nobody really knows that. Um, Nobody really knows that she kept reaching out to him after the day of the alleged incident. She called him multiple times for Valentine's Day. She called him. She still accepted gifts and asked for favors before and after the alleged incident. So there's a lot of things pointing to the fact that she's no victim of sexual assault. And she also got paid out. So Andrea Constant is no victim. And any review of the information would make that abundantly clear. Even if you think he still may have done something according to the evidence, you would know this case cannot be proven beyond a reasonable doubt when she's lying about some things and inconsistent with a lot of information and she's hanging out with him and calling him, trying to see him. There's no way in hell you can convict him as guilty. But to help her out, they threw in five extra women. No evidence, just bringing up their claims. Oh, yeah, he did this to me. Yeah, he did this to me, too. And they convicted him. This is a kangaroo court that should not have happened. So this is what's being presented to the higher court. Their appeal was granted because Cosby's lawyers made the case that this case is very unconstitutional. Wrong. There's a lot of things that were done wrong by the DA, Kevin Steele. Lots of things were done wrong by this judge, Stephen T. O'Neill. Lots of things were just done wrong all across the board. So this case is being heard by the Supreme Court. And there's a good chance that he can be let out because it's going to be very difficult for the Supreme Court to hear this and still insist that this case was constitutional. So this trial will be historical because we don't know what's going to happen. Is the Supreme Court going to do the right thing, which is widely unpopular because most people just believe he's guilty and don't know anything about this case? They've been misled and indoctrinated for so long. They don't know anything. They don't know what's going on with this case. So are they going to do the right thing, which will be widely unpopular and reverse this? Or will they cover for the system, the crooked DA and the crooked judge? Will they cover for the system and find a way to figure out how to shh, kind of let this slide and keep them in jail? This is what we will be watching. What will America do about this unprecedented historical debacle? Which way will we turn? Yes, this is a nail biter because what are they going to do? So this is what's going on, guys. When you're watching the live stream, um, some platforms will be fair and impartial. I just can't tell you which ones, but you're going to have a lot of outlets that are just going to keep the lies going. Keep, they're not going to tell you what really went down. They're not going to explain things that you need to know in order to really have an opinion about this. And they're going to just kind of tilt the scale towards Cosby's guilt and, and keep tossing a lot of comments and digs to lead your thinking. And they've used a psychological mechanism called proof by assertion. The celebrities, the talk show hosts, everyone in the public eye that spoke about this used proof by assertion psychology and just talk like he did it. Just keep talking like he did it. Do not address the facts. Do not talk about the allegations. Do not discuss any details explicitly. Just keep talking over the facts. And just talk like he did it. That's what they've been doing for years now. And that's why he's in jail. So keep that in mind as you watch. That's the show for today, guys. I'm definitely going to do a follow-up. After we find out what happens, um, for December 1st, tomorrow, you can catch me on Nicole's View, along with Nicole and Gavin Risha, and we'll be covering the Appeal live stream. So you can look out for that. But that's the show for today, guys. See you in the next one. Be well.